On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the importance of being your own energy guardian and how to do this with ease and strength. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Shift Today with Allison. I'm Allison Shuhazi, your host today, pretty much every day on every episode. So why am I even saying that anymore? I If you're new to my podcast, welcome. If you're returning, thank you for coming back. Um, I'd love it. I'm just going to give a shout out real quick. If you'd love to follow, just check out the other episodes I have. I try to keep things short and sweet and to the point. Um, if you like what I talk about, I'd love a review. Um, if you don't like what I talk about, I'd still like a review so I can see if, how it's touching you. In my show notes, I have different ways that you can connect with me, whether it's on social media or directly through my website and an email. So I'd love just to hear from you and hear about how this touches you, how this lands with you, whatever it feels like for you. It doesn't mean I need glowing remarks. I just am really very curious how some of this information lands with you. So I would love it if you can shoot me a message. Okay, so let's jump in. Recently, I had this conversation on Insight Timer, and it was just seemed to be such a prevalent topic um, because Insight Timer is a beautiful app. If you don't know about it, it's a mindfulness app that um, I highly recommend. I've been on it for years, but it's a beautiful way for us to connect globally, um, to do things intentionally and in, in shift things towards a higher vibration and to learn, you know, and gain new tools for our toolbox of mindfulness. So I'm a huge fan. They're not a sponsor of this podcast in any way. I'm just a really big fan of this app. So anyway, with that said, um, we were recently, I was recently talking about this energy guardian idea, um, which isn't really an idea. It's just a different way to talk about the aura and how to protect our own energy and remember that we are in charge of our energy. Okay. So that's really what we're talking about. The importance of that and maybe some steps and tips. Uh, Number one, how to recognize it. And number two, maybe how to nourish yourself. So here we go. Energy is our powerful positive spiritual force. And I just like to call it my source. Like what gets my engine running is my energy. So depending on how my energy is sitting with me is how I function throughout the day. And when we talk about a guardian, you know, that's like a keeper or protector, somebody who looks out for us, right? So if we put them together, it simply means we are needing to look out for our own energy pretty simple, right? Well, I think it's known that we're all made up of energy. Everything is made up of energy and every being is an energy guardian, meaning we're protecting. We have the opportunity to protect, conserve, honor, cleanse, and listen to our energy and so on. And so it's also our responsibility that we stay in tune with our energy and where and how we use it. Now you've probably heard of the word aura and our aura is a personal field of energy that surrounds us that we're in charge of, but most of the time we forget that we're in charge of our aura or if you'd like to call our energy field. Why is it so important to be in tune with our energy? 
Well, our energy source and the quality of our energy is what supports our being, our livelihood, our quality of life, and it's our main source of connection to stay in the flow of intention and our intuition, basically our inner knowing. So the little title energy guardian came up recently because our 10 year old son, Dylan started back to school on August 6th, and he's at a new school this year, which means a whole new environment, new people, new experiences, everything is new. And during the first week, he'd get in the car after pickup line, and all he wanted to do was go to sleep because he was exhausted. I could feel like his energy was so low. And he was shyly excited to be at his new school, but he kept talking about how he was surrounded by so many different energies. So you can probably already tell that he's my son because I love to talk about these things, right? And my kids use these these phrases. Now, I didn't do what I normally would do and offer up a bunch of solutions or grill him for more information. I just listened and let him have his experience. And on about day three or four, I brought some chocolate and some ice cold water for him to have as a snack for the drive home. And when he would have this, he'd instantly perk up. And first of all, like who doesn't love to have a hunk of chocolate? (laughs) Aren't you so excited when somebody gives you a piece of chocolate? Well, and then I started to ask him after I gave him his little sip of water and his chocolate, and I started asking him some questions about what was going on. And he was telling me about all the different energies and how they were sucking his energy. And so I asked him, why was he giving away his energy? Hmm. At first he was confused, but then he said, what do you mean? And I said, well, you're telling me that they're sucking your energy which to me means that you're allowing them to take it from you, or maybe you're just handing it to them. Now I could feel his energy shift just with that comment, right? Not only because of the perfect energy boosting snack, which is the cold water (laughs) for grounding. If you didn't know about that cold ice, cold water is really good to bring you back to the present and grounding. And then chocolate is a fantastic way to reconnect with yourself and boost your energy. Now I could feel him realizing that it wasn't, it was him, not them. And so we talked about choices, choices of how he could maneuver his day so that he could listen, protect, conserve, and honor his energy and himself basically. And I use this example because it's prevalent, whether you're a child or you're an adult, okay? Whether you're a parent or a non-parent, doesn't matter. Our energy shifts daily. Most of the time it shifts, shifts multiple times. And it's not just our energy that affects us, but the energy of places and other people that we're with. Now here, here are just a few examples. When we're exhausted, it's because our energy is depleted and we need to take time to nourish ourselves. Yet it's become a habit to live on empty. If we're overactive, we're considered hyper anxious, even uptight, but yet we are just bursting with energy that needs to be activated in a mindful manner with people, people with overactive energy. A lot of the time they're just trying, we are trying to fit them in a box like kids, right? We're trying to fit them into a mold that is society driven and loaded with should shields rather than finding a productive and nourishing mindful way to expel that 
overactive energy. Now, when we're sad or distraught, our energy can be confusion because we might've just experienced a major change in life or patterns such as loss. When we're excited, our energy is heightened sometimes to a euphoric level that we try to hold on to as long as possible or that we crave to recreate. Now, this can be detrimental if we choose to shift to nourishment toward, if we choose to shift our nourishment towards something detrimental like substance abuse. So be very mindful of the directions you choose to go. Okay. And be aware that there's many people available to help you. Now we have the power to choose how we use our energy. There are phrases that I hear and that I used to use myself that I believe are not healthy for our aura or our energy field. Here are some of those phrases. And I, I have used these many, many times when I'm talking on my podcast, I'm never trying to point the finger at anyone. I'm only trying to explain things that I have been through or I have seen multiple times with clients so that these are teaching moments. So this for sure, I have used all of these and here's some of the shifts that I've used. So the first one is that breaks my heart. How I know I would be shocked if you haven't said that, especially when there's something just really tragic you might've heard from a friend. So that breaks my heart by using a phrase like that breaks my heart, you're putting that into the universe. And I know that it's used in a loving statement, but yet it holds a negative for yourself and your energy because you're talking about your heart. So try shifting this phrase to your experience sounds overwhelming. And I'm sad. I'm sending you love and prayers. I mean, that's just a nice way to also recognize that you're hearing them right? And you're listening to them. So the next one phrase is called, I'll hold space for you. Okay. This one I use, I used to use this one all the time until I realized how depleting it was for me. Why? Because I was opening up my energy field, my aura to hold the negative energy space for someone else who was experiencing something negative without realizing what I was doing. So now I never use this phrase. Instead, I let my loved one or whoever it is that I'm I'm with know that I'm here to listen with a loving ear, graceful ear, patient ear, and I'm sending them love and positive energy. But I stay in my own lane. I do this because if I take on their energy, then how am I going to be strong for myself and stay strong for when they really need my help? Okay. Now, the last one I have, this is again, a pretty prevalent statement we might use is I know exactly how you feel. (laughs) Oh my God. This is so false. It's a hundred percent false. We'll never know exactly how anyone else feels unless we're them and vice versa. We might have similar feelings or experiences, but we'll never know exactly. We'll never know exactly the same, right? Words are powerful. So we have to choose them wisely. Now here's another example, some energy suckers. So not expressing your thoughts or feelings. If you find it difficult to communicate, then write things down. I mean, I'm a huge, huge fan of writing. It it has helped me transition so many thoughts to positive and to a beautiful shift forward. 
Um, so if you feel like you have to say something to someone and you're not strong enough to do that, but you have these looping thoughts in your head, get them out on paper. Doesn't mean you have to give it to them, but get it out of your head because that's sucking your energy. It's taking, it's wasting time. Here's another one. Worrying. Worrying is a major energy sucker because you're sitting there swirling things of illusions of things that have not happened yet. And here's my phrase. If you haven't heard it already, (laughs) I'm going to share this phrase, which people know how to repeat this back to me now, if you know me well enough. Worrying is praying for something you don't want. There you go. I'll just leave that right there. Now, when you get stuck in comparisons, you are sucking and wasting your energy. Why are you comparing yourself to anyone else? How about this? Constantly watching the news or scrolling on social media. A little bit is fine, but constant? No. Stick to the facts. Stacking up should shields for others and being disappointed when your expectations are not met. Again, if you haven't listened to my podcast, expectations should not exist, period. They're illusions of things that are not going to happen. Prioritize others' needs and wants over yours. Well, the ding, 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 number one, if you're a parent. Um, But you need to make sure you're a priority. If you are not strong and healthy, you're not going to be good to anybody else. Negative talking about yourself or others. You know, we have bad days and things happen. But if you're going to sit there and negatively talk about yourself, you are just putting that negative vibration internally and externally about yourself. And in turn, if you are going to continue to talk about someone else without talking to that person about your issues, then that is just feeding negative energy out into the world. And it's not going to bounce you back and bring you anything positive. Um, So there's just something to remember. Also saying yes, when you mean no, why? You know, I think, I think a lot of people have, I know I've gotten better about this, but why are we saying yes to stuff when we don't want to do it? We don't want to do it. We don't want to be part of it, but we continue to say yes because it's quote unquote what we should do. Let's stop doing that. Let's add more joy to the world unless I'm doing this because I feel like I have to. No, 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 no more. Okay. So there are several ways to protect your energy, but you need to keep in mind that an energy guardian isn't just a protector. It also means keeper, nourisher, lookout, and mentor. Sounds like a whole lot of responsibility, but the more you practice mindfulness and incorporate it throughout your day, your daily life, the stronger your energy will be. The more you listen to your intuition and the ability to stay in the flow of intention will become effortless and expectations will start to disappear. And it's so much more fun to live here in this this space. Now, every being is an energy guardian, meaning we're protecting, conserving, honoring, cleansing, listening, and so on to our energy. But it's also a responsibility that we stay in tune with our own energy where and how we use it. Yes, I'm repeating that phrase because I want to make sure that you heard it. (laughs) So there you go. Now, let's talk about protection. 
protection is as simple as staying present and connected with yourself. So here are just a few ways I practice this. So if I'm in a situation that is very uncomfortable and I cannot escape it, I hold my hands or I simply just place my hands on my sides, on my solar plexus, just to connect with myself, just to stay present. I also might change my surroundings. If I'm able to step away, step out, excuse myself, that is such an amazing thing to do because it can help you regroup yourself and it can get you to step out of maybe the negative energy flow that you're in, something you're just not connecting with. Reconnect with yourself, kind of breathe and then step back in stronger. So my son, who was feeling all these different energies at school, um, just this past week, now we're in what, week three, or last week, week two, he had this fantastic class. He's doing the STEM classes and he's so excited about these things. But some of the kids in there are just like overactive and, you know, they just have too much going on. And he so desperately wanted to hear the teacher and do the project. And he was completely overwhelmed by everyone else's overactive, some of them negative energy. So he asked the teacher, he's like, you know, can I just step out just for a second? She's like, yeah, no problem. So he, what I I said, what did you do? And he said, I just went out in the hallway. I sat down for a minute, mom. I just sat there and I did some breathing. And then I went back into class and I finished my project and it was awesome. So I just was like, oh my God, that was music to my ears. <laughs> it was just amazing. So these are easy things you can incorporate, whether you're with family, whether you're in corporate America, whether you're you're stepping into a new, um, it, whether you got to go to the doctor's office. I mean, different things, right? So another thing I do, um, and my kids do this too now, is we carry stones or crystals sometimes in our pockets and our bras. I mean, I will even send them to clients. I send them to friends. I'm like, okay, this came to me. Here's your stone. I have a very good friend who's a police officer and he carries them with him every day. Um, it just brings him some um, grounding aspects. So it's a beautiful thing. Another thing I always do is I always, always have ice cold water with me. To me, that's just the, one of the quickest ways that I can reconnect and ground myself and stay present. I also use a mantra, right? And when I really need to protect myself and I activate and I breathe, and when I'm doing this, a lot of times I'm saying this mantra in my mind, and sometimes I might have to say it out loud. So here's what I say. And if you would like to come up with one that works for you, but here's mine and feel free to use it. But I say, activate my calm, patient energy bubble to reflect only positive energy back. It's simple it's focused. It's telling me exactly what I want for myself and what I want to vibrate back out. End of story. There you go. So try that. Now, a few nourishing aspects. Nourishment is key. It's a key factor when it comes to energy protection. So here's again, in addition to what we just talked about for protection, nourishment is, so for instance, mindfulness matters. So find a practice and add it to your routine add it to your routine as much as you add the glass of wine at the end of the night or the brushing your teeth during the day or putting your contacts in. Mindfulness matters. Find some time to incorporate some mindfulness in your day. Now, healthy, positive in, healthy and positive out. It goes for food, your attitude, words, things that are healthy and positive coming into you that you're putting in are also going to come back out. So really pay attention to those things that you're doing. If you want to lose weight, why are you binging on something? Even if it's grapes, you might need to just make some shifts. Okay. 
Now, gratitude daily. This is something I practice all throughout my day is finding things to be grateful. I'm not actually finding things I'm grateful anymore. I just am grateful. There's so many things just throughout the day I'm grateful for. Honesty. Honesty and acknowledgement are key. If we cannot, that goes kind of along with healthy and positive in and healthy and positive out. If we're not being honest, whether it's being honest with ourselves or honest with those around us, and even white lies, white lies are ridiculous. Why are we doing that? Right? I mean, just, yeah, no, really focus on some honesty, get to the facts, right? Facts lead to solutions and acknowledgement is fantastic. We have bad days. We are going to do things that are not fantastic for ourselves and we might be rude and mean to somebody else. So you know what? Acknowledge that you did it. Forget, you know, ask, say you're sorry. Um, don't expect forgiveness, but if you can acknowledge things that you've done, it will help you clear out the clutter within and really, really cleanse and nourish yourself and clean up some of that junk. So here's my final one is rest. Rest is key. Oh my gosh, we can get so overwhelmed with shifting energy sources throughout the day that usually like my son at the end of the day, he's exhausted. I remember being done with work, being exhausted. I'm usually exhausted by the end of my day. And so you have to rest. It's okay to pause and rest for a little bit to nourish yourself. All right. So I have this quote that I'd like to end with today. And I got this from tinybuddha.com. And I thought, gosh, this really goes really well with the whole energy piece. Now I'm going to read this for you. You ready? So the healer also needs healing. The planner also needs surprises. The giver also needs to receive. The thoughtful also need to be thought of. The considerate also needs to be considered. So that's how I'm going to end this episode today. So just for today, remember you have choices and how you'll use your energy and who you'll share your energy with. So instead of a stance of I'm in charge, shift it to my energy and my choices are mine. Well, thanks for joining me today. Again, I'd love it if you'd pop me a review, shoot me an email, let me know how this episode sits with you. And as always, shift today into a greater tomorrow. Bye-bye. This episode of Shift Today with Allison was created, directed, produced, edited, and written, and 100% done by Allison Chuhazi. That's me. you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would subscribe, share this with a friend, um, rate and or review wherever you listen to your podcasts, and just end up having a beautiful day. See you next time.